Support for TalkLine is provided by Vitus Terminals, a local crew happy to fuel you. More information at BethelFuel.com. TalkLine is an opinion-based show to share ideas and viewpoints. Statements made during TalkLine may or may not be factually true. Callers are encouraged to engage in civil discourse and are free to challenge or affirm the opinions presented by fellow callers. The comments and opinions expressed are those of the community and not KYUK broadcast staff, management, or board of directors. Hi, everyone. Hello. Excuse me. This is Diane McGachran, and you're... Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Had a little wood frog in my throat. Anyway, it's uh, August 18th, and it's another edition of TalkLine. And um, as you know, for the next hour, we take your calls and your emails. can be on all kinds of topics, as you've probably heard over the years. So um, let me give out those numbers for you, and we'll get going. Um, 907-543-5985. You can also uh, dial 800-995-8954, and you can email us at radio at kyuk.org. And you could be anonymous for your emails and your uh, calls, actually. And we're going to... Um, I'm going to go over a couple of events that are coming up and um, while you get yourself ready to make your call. <laughs> so tomorrow at 1030, Saturday, August 19th, Brian Jackson is hosting a free fitness orientation at the YK Fitness Center. Not sure how to use the fitness equipment or what to do when you visit? Join Brian this Saturday at 1030 and find out. Space is limited, so call 907-543-0390 to register, or you can stop by the fitness center and register as well. So again, this is Brian Jackson at the fitness center. We'll be giving a free fitness orientation on how to use the fitness equipment at 10.30. Okay, that seems like a really good idea. And then the Bethel Sportsman Club will be hosting an open range days on August 20th and 26th. So when is that? Sunday and then the following week. From 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. for the public to sight in rifles before hunting season. For more information, you can contact Richard at 907-545-2452. So again, that's the Bethel Sportsman Club will be hosting open range days on August 20th and 26th. And for Kuskokwim subsistence fishing, until August 31st, gill nets are not allowed on the Eek, Gwithluk, Kasigluk, Kizaralik, Tuluksak, and Aniak Rivers. 
All king salmon caught with alternative gear on these tributaries must be released alive. Otherwise, the Kuskokwim drainage from the mouth to the headwaters is open to drift and set gill net fishing. Nets may be up to 300 feet long with no mesh size restrictions. Alternative gear types are also open and all salmon may be caught on the main stem. Okay. Those seem like very detailed instructions for subsistence fishing. Okay, our lines are open, and as you know, this is a caller-driven show, and so uh, there may be some lag while we wait for people to um, call in. I really like those photos that go on the front page of the Delta Discovery. They always have, like, a kid out picking or their first catch or in the boat with their parent they've got this week's is really cute the little boy with his father i think driving the boat so our weather well i mean if you've been out and about you can see that the fireweed are beginning to come to the end of their blooming which is the end of summer but it kind of felt like the end of summer back in july (laughs) because it's been kind of overcast and drizzly a lot. But I do hear there's a lot of good blueberries out there, so probably this kind of weather might be helpful to them as well. And today in the Kuskokwim Delta, it's going to be cloudy. Highs in the 50s, southwest wind 10 to 15 miles an hour. Tomorrow it's going to be mostly cloudy with a slight chance of rain showers. Wow, what a surprise. And Akenti? Overcast with showers. Bizarre, right? <laughs> and the highs will be in the 50s tomorrow. And the lower Kuskokwim Valley, it'll be, today it'll be mostly cloudy, a slight chance of rain showers in the morning, highs in the upper 50s to mid 60s. And tomorrow in the lower Kuskokwim Valley, it'll be partly sunny, highs in the upper 50s to upper 60s. It's always a little bit warmer down there. And let's see. Our day length is 15 hours and 34 minutes. So we're losing a few minutes every day on that. All right, I'm going to give out the numbers again. Uh, and, and a, oh, okay. Uh, 907-543-5985, 907-543-2756. You can also call 800-995-8954. And as you know, you can email us at radio at kyuk.org. Okay. So I'll give you, uh, I think we have a call coming in here. And we're going to go to our caller, Maver. Good morning, Maver. Welcome to Talkline. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. I just wanted to um, call in and share some of the member benefits that we have for our tribal administrators who are members with us. When you say with us, who do you mean? 
I'm sorry, the Alaska <laughs> the Alaska <laughs> Tribal Administrators Association, ATAA. Oh, okay. And you're the ones that are putting on the training, right? Or there'll be a training? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. We, we do um, monthly trainings for tribal administrators, for um, tribal governments who are members with us. Yesterday we just did um, our training on financial requirements for tribal governments. And then on Monday, I'm going to be sending out draft templated accounting policy. So I just want to spread the word about becoming a member. Membership for tribal governments is only $775 a year. Mm, And I'm trying to get as much um, benefits for members on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, annual basis. And so we're just starting to implement tons of tools for our tribal administrators' tool belts. Oh, okay. Sorry, I got distracted there for a second. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. It's yeah. Friday. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was trying to just... Oh, I'm sorry. I was just trying to adjust my uh, the email to make sure I'm able to read the email. So I wasn't paying attention. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. So if you are a tribal administrator or a tribal council member um, in our region, go to our website at aktaa.org, and you can see all the benefits. And if you have any questions at all, you can give me a call. And let me share my number. It's 907-222-1310. And again, this is Maver Carey with the Alaska Tribal Administrators Association. And that's an independent organization, right? Yeah, it's a nonprofit 501c3 that was formed um, specifically to assist tribal administrators in their very valuable and challenging role. We're we're here to help add tools, anything that we can um, provide for you to make sure that tribal governments are run efficiently and effectively. We're we're here to help and support. And how was your turnout at your last training? It was good. We had oh, a good. lot of people yesterday. Um, the word's getting out that we're providing these monthly trainings. We just started doing them about four months ago, and so we are just seeing a lot of growth in our in our little nonprofit. How nice. And when people pay the 700, how much is it a year membership? 775 for tribal government. Okay, so that might be a, like a village uh, tribal governor governance might pay that, right? A, a tri- uh, like an individual tribe might. Or yeah, rather than like a larger entity like AVCP or... Right. Yeah, yeah, larger entities um, like the ABCPs, their fees a little bit more because they are servicing um, several several tribal entities. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's for the individual tribe. Okay. Uh, try to make it affordable and then provide as much um, value to become a member as we can. Nice. Okay. Seems like a really nice um, service. Yeah, and I'm going to be calling in and bothering you every week if that's okay because we've got exciting news on our plate. Well, you should. I'm glad you do. <laughs> you you may annoy me all you want, although it doesn't that annoy me. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can bug you. us. 
Okay, I will do that. Well, you have a great weekend, and hello to everybody in the region. Lower Kalskag, I know that they just held their annual tribal gathering the last couple days, and hope everything went well for you. Oh, nice. Well, you have a good day, too, and weekend. Okay. <laughs> you, too. Thank you. Okay, bye. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> that was the quick bye. Um, all right. Our lines are open and you can call in with announcements or, uh, opinions you have on something that's important or a little story you want to share. That's okay too. Okay. Now at the movie theater, the show Oppenheimer, the movie Oppenheimer is there. It was there last week and also, Insidious, which is supposed to be a really, you know, scary movie. I think Insidious is part of a series. This is the, I want to say the fourth or fifth installment of this particular uh, movie. So anyway, Insidious, scary movie, Oppenheimer, well, also a scary movie, but in a different kind of way. And uh, anyway, so those, that's your movie theaters. If you're out um, wandering on the tundra, this is, I'll give you your little flower report. So right now you'll see, um, if you are in the right area, you have to, you know, they, they like this particular flower likes to be in a damp area, some moss around it. That's the lady tresses orchid, or you can call it the bog orchid. It's kind of amazing to think our tundra has an orchid, but it does. It's small. It's on a stem that's maybe five inches tall and uh, the top half of it has a bunch of uh, small cream-colored flowers. And the scent is amazing to smell. So um, that's one flower that's out. And I've seen a lot of yellow hawksweed. That's the yellow flower. It's usually on its own little, it's on its own stem or a couple. Looks like a dandelion, but it's actually a uh, hawksweed. And what was the other one? I saw another one that, another yellow flower. Oh, well, and then this is toward the end of their run, but uh, now you can see Mountain Harebell, which is a small blue flower that looks a little bit like a tulip or, yeah, a little bit like a tulip. And it's small, stays close to the ground. Um, anyway, it's it's a really... It's really pretty. Usually they're alone, but sometimes I find a like a whole batch of them together, which I did the other day. Uh, and then, you know, the sundew, which I've mentioned before. Now, the sundew, it's a really unusual little plant, and it grows on very damp moss. And it's has it it has a little red stem, and then it's got these little hairs in a circle and at the tip of each hair is a droplet it looks like sudden it looks like a dew drop but it's actually a slightly sweet sticky secretion and it's there to fool the little bugs that kind of go there for a little sip and <laughs> unfortunately they're stuck and they will dissolve and become nutrition for the sundew so it's a carnivorous plant we have a few carnivorous plants out there Anyway, it's, um, it almost kind of looks science fiction-y when you see a picture of it with all the droplets on all the spines. Um, 
anyway, that's very small, but maybe from my description, if you see it, you'll, you'll go, oh, okay, yeah, that must have been what she was talking about. There's another one. Um, now this is a stalk. It's a green stalk that goes up. It has a lot of bunches of yellow flowers on it and it's an Arctic goldenrod and that one's really nice too. So that's kind of your flower report. And also, unfortunately, well, no, not maybe unfortunately. It's going to be really pretty in the fall on the tundra. It's always spectacular, the colors on the ground. It's kind of like New England fall foliage, but on the tundra. And so the dwarf, um, anyway, I'm starting to see like the grasses are starting to get that hint of yellow. Um, and the fireweed's almost done. And the dwarf birch is a small and it's got round leaves and the tips of each leaf it's looks like it's kind of a little cut out anyway that's turning orange yellow now so it's getting a head start on fall anyway those colors are starting to come out so we're you know moving along um anyway so that's that's your flower report we're going to go to susan from bethel <laughs> good morning susan I don't know if you could draw these pictures or take a photo of them, but I know that there's a gentleman that does articles in Delta Discovery about birds and that kind of stuff. Oh. It would be kind of a neat little feature thing. I like the Delta Discovery pictures, cover pictures, too. My favorite one is about a month ago, this little toddler waving his arms underneath a fish rack and the light shining through and hitting him. Oh, nice. That's one of my favorites. But I, I, I always look forward just to just look at the cover photo showing something with young people or subsistence or what have you. Well, I do post my my flower photos on Facebook, Facebook. but you know what? I you know that's a really neat idea. I'm going to reach out to the yeah. that guy and um see if even like to... a picture next to a penny or something so they can see the size comparison or true. something. True. Yep. True. Yep, that's true. Did you see the Oppenheimer the Oppenheimer movie yet? I saw Oppenheimer. What did you I think? Did too. Loved it, and it's got some poetic stuff to it. Like, there's reasons why parts of it are in black and white. Yes. And, yep, and there was they were correct in showing the flags. I remember I told you about the mistake in one of the movies a couple of weeks, months ago. But anyway. That's right. They showed the correct flag, except in the rally scene, <gasps> where they're in that little gymnasium, and the, they just dropped the Japan, you know, yeah. bomb. They're using they're using fifty star flags, but I think that's actually an intentional move, just oh. to show that maybe rallies of today would have the same kind of herd. Oh, the error. Yeah, oh, it would have that same. You know, I think it was intentional. The fifty stars they were waving, even though it was a that that happened back in the you know forties. Um, but I I think you know there's things in there. I don't want to give out the killers of it, but. There's stuff in the movie just to show and capture emotions and and make you think. Mm -hmm. I mean, and it's a three-hour movie. It doesn't seem like three hours. Doesn't the, seem like it. Go to the bathroom before you watch it. <laughs> yes. But it it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was really good, start to finish. Mm -hmm. Did you did you see the uh, the Barbie? <laughs> the Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. That was good. And you know, yeah. my nieces they kind of all grew up with Barbie. Yeah. I know when my brother built an addition to his house, 
Mm-hmm. He had the the nieces were his his girls were kind of outgrowing Barbies, so he had them pose a tea party inside the wall. <laughs> in case archaeologists, he said, in case archaeologists <laughs> dig oh, it. Oh no, <laughs> that's funny. And then there was neighbors; they always pranked with each other, and they and he he had this fence, and he stuck a Barbie with uh, looking through a knot hole at the neighbor. No, oh my gosh, <laughs> that is too fun. Well, yeah. I mean, if you if I didn't grow up. With a lot of Barbies. Last week I, I told the story about how I used to throw Barbie into the woods. And <laughs> Find then, and then and I, rescue Barbie. Uh, yeah, search and rescue Barbie. And I was, had to rescue Barbie. But, um, <laughs> but people who really grew up on Barbie, when they watched the movie, all of the character, all of the Barbies in the movie were, most all of them were actual Barbies that Mattel no, yeah, had distributed were, at some they point. They were, and you know, I didn't have Barbie as much as my younger sister did because they were just like, they were more, you know, grew up in territorial Alaska and stuff, and it kind of like hit more popular mm-hmm. when my my sister was like four or five years younger than me. So it kind of, it was more popular then. It was kind of just hitting the scene there, and um, but it, you know, another, you know, it just it's just uh, the movie is good, and I, I like how it starts out where first they're. <laughs> how the history of Barbie started. Yeah. And they had that 2001 Space yeah. Odyssey music in the background. Perfect, yeah. It yeah. was just, the whole thing was just fun. It, it's just fun to watch. And it, it had maybe female empowerment message or whatever, but it was, it's just a fun movie it for was all fun. ages, you know. You know, for uh, for the salmon auction, I made a salmon and I beaded the, the whole front of the silver sal- of a salmon. But then I had... Yupik Barbie, and she was riding the salmon like it was her pony. Cool. And sure, her hair is flowing. Everything was really fun. Kind of like that movie Whale Rider. Yes, yes. Well, I think I got it from that because I always show that movie in one of my classes. Uh-huh. And then it was time to do uh, steel salmon for the auction, and I thought, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do uh, Yupik Barbie riding a salmon. <laughs> that so, brings in bucks, yep, and yeah. it supports a good cause. It was fun. I want to let uh, let people know we're working on a possible Maui Hawaii fundraiser of sorts. Mm. Um, the VFW Auxiliary, we're going to plan something. It may be a, like a bingo. It may be a, we do Wednesday night bingo. It might be a bingo night. It might be a special Saturday event. It's still being planned right now. Keep your ears and eyes open. We have a meeting, I think, this coming week. So by next Friday, I'll call in with details, and I'm sure it'll be on Facebook by then, too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, you know, that's just so devastating that happened over there. It's so devastating, and it'll be a slow, painful recovery mm-hmm. and fighting off the land developers that want to just come in. Oh. All that's just, yes. you know, it's hard to be a, a homeowner in Hawaii. And it's even hard to know you got your rental apartment secure because somebody could buy the whole apartment and make everybody move. You hear all kinds of stories from the locals when you visit Hawaii about how secure housing really isn't. Yeah, yeah. Um, Well, you know, almost 100 years ago, when we moved in to take over Hawaii, we clear-cut a lot of the forests for cattle, but then also imported these drought-resistant grasses that were imported, planted, and um, make, unfortunately, burn very easily. So, you know, another invasive species of something messing up the yeah. nature. 
<laughs> well, in this case, we might have been the invasive species. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> anyway. know, the whole, the whole thing is, you know, I think uh, there's still some fires burning, but I, I guess there are other areas of the island and they're contained. And mm-hmm. I could think they had to evacuate another area of houses, but I don't know, know the details on that. Oh, okay. Well, that's all I had. Oh, well, well, I got you on the phone and we got listeners and we'll see how many people listen. Okay. Um, there's only about maybe a dozen left, but at AC Quick Stop, a pack of 30 roll toilet paper, good quality toilet paper, $25. Oh. That's cheaper than a roll, uh, a dollar a roll, and that's cheaper than whatever you can get in Anchorage. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And there's only about a dozen left. Yeah, go get it. And, you know, I did, and I, I told some other people, and I, uh, last night when I went by there, the gentleman running the cashier said, there's about, I think he said a dozen or 11 in the storage and four in display or something. So about a dozen left. But it's some brand called Bear Paw, but it's good quality, good quality <laughs> toilet paper. And it cracks me up because there's a cartoon of a shy, meek bunny handing a roll of toilet paper to a big, menacing-looking grizzly bear. <laughs> and it reminds me of this joke, and, oh, it's clean enough for the radio. Okay, go. Okay, these animals, they all go to this certain area to use the bathroom. So M- Mr. Bear and Mr. Bunny are in there doing number two, and um, <laughs> Bear asks Bunny, do you have problems with poop sticking to your fur? <laughs> and Mr. Bunny goes, no. And the bear says, oh, good, and grabs the bunny and wipes his bottom with it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, Susan. But the cartoon on the, oh. the, cartoon on the toilet paper just made me laugh because it reminds me of that joke. And maybe it's from that joke. <laughs> I know. It seems a little connected. <laughs> yeah. All okay. right. Well, well you'll have you. a good weekend. Thank you. You too. Bye. <laughs> okay. I'm going to... um. Well, you can also call in with jokes, apparently. Okay, so you can, um, I'm going to read a couple of quick emails here. One is just uh, one sentence. Please respect your elders. I notice that younger kids do not respect their elders. And another email that says, please dress your kids appropriately for school. It's starting to get colder outside and the kids will need to put on more layers. Okay, thank you for your email. If you want to email us, you can at radio at kyuk.org. I'll read your email over the air. And our numbers are 907-543-5985, 543-2756. You can also call 800-995-8954. And like I said, radio at kyuk.org for emails. And Akenti, does that 800 number work? Uh, yeah, it does. Oh, okay. So we have three lines. Yeah, we're okay. Yeah, yeah okay. So we're going to go to our uh, quick break, and I hope to hear from you on the other side. This is KYUK Talk Line.
The City of Bethel regular election will be October 3rd. There are four City Council seats up for election with terms ending October 2025. Residents interested in running must submit a declaration of candidacy packet to the City Clerk's office. Packet information will be available on the City's website. Printed packets are available at the site entrance of the City Hall beginning July 31st. Declaration of candidacy filing period begins 8 a.m. on August 7th and closes at 12 p.m. August 21st. The deadline for registering to vote or updating voter registration information for the election is September 3rd. Register online at voterregistration.alaska.gov. More information at cityclerk at cityofbethel.net or cityofbethel.org. Stamanik City Council Arkanik Tujuklik Chekut Council Lani Witalkat, Ikuklit Chektuni Kare Tarvik twenty twenty five army. Mamtrichlaramit Council Lanun Tujuk Taril Rate, Emirakat City Migartin Taliwan and Tunnach Kaurait. Emirakanun Nasnurit Nachtrit Witout City Website Dani, Emirakat Luita Lutung Itriarani City Halam, Ayagner Lutung Ingun Rundra Yuinakula. Atauchimchipchuku. Online nutachukan igausnashan kwani voter registration dot alaska dot gov. Ashat nashan ritnachit without kwani city clerk at city of bethel dot net. Kwasukwani city of bethel dot org. Okay, good. Morning, welcome back, everyone. Um, if you go to the "It's Going On in Bethel" Facebook page, Angie Jackson has a master list of all the happenings that are going on in town for the next week or so. Um, and there's quite a list that she's put together. It's really awesome that she does that. So anyway, I suggest checking that out sometime. Okay. Our lines are open and we're happy to hear from you. Um, there's been some good stories, uh, from the news desk. Um, you know that the, uh, Sunny Bean did a story on the YK Fitness Center offering discounted membership rates. So that's really helpful and people, Households that are eligible can be, can have discounts from 25 to 75% off memberships. Um, so you might want to drop by the fitness center and see the membership that you can afford now. Um, we're going to go to Sam Berlin from Bethel. Good morning, Sam. Welcome to Talkline. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. Yeah, I, I got for, for just a reminder for all the people that are driving on vehicles. School started, as we all know, and if 
I'm not mistaking, uh, looking back into my teen years, cross-country begins in the beginning of the school year. I've seen groups of kids running yesterday. Yes. And they're everywhere. So, yeah. yeah. So um, for the drivers that are on vehicles, keep a sharp lookout. Uh, don't be on your phones. You know, keep it safe. For for our high schoolers that that are in the athletic field, just yeah. a reminder. Yeah, I appreciate that because there was a big group of them yesterday too. Yeah, yeah. So um, be careful out there. Um, even even those runners too. Let's let's not take chances. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye. All right. Yeah, the cross-country team seems to be large. Anyway, um, then Emily Schwing had a story about finding signs of dinosaurs along the Yukon River. And so that's kind of exciting. Uh, paleontologist Tony Fiorillo, he, they discovered big uh, bird footprints over the tops of more than a dozen big blocks of rock. And these are prehistoric bird prints, so that's pretty interesting. And if you're interested in running for city council, there are two, um, there are four slots, op- four seats open. So far, two people have been certified. Um Beth has, uh, Mary Beth Hessler and Harry Batchelor are certified and running for one of those four seats. So there's more opportunity if you want to sit on city council. You can call the city offices. I don't have the number in front of me, but, uh, to find out how to apply or go to the city of Bethel web page and there's probably a link for the application. So that would be good to do. Our um, numbers are 543-5985, 543-2756, and you can email us at radio at kyuk.org. Oh, and the 800 number is 800-995-8954. Okay. So we might need to end the show early today. Anakenti, maybe. Um, Unless calls don't pick up, I guess that's going to be the case. Yeah. Probably people are out and about doing other things right now. Um, a lot of times over the summer, the calls kind of die out a little bit and then pick back up in the fall. So we'd like to see that. And if you have ideas about uh, TalkLine or any of the other programs at KYUK, you're welcome to call and talk with someone here and give some of your ideas. And if you want to listen to other shows, KYUK has a, at the KYUK Facebook page, there's a list of all the programs, which many of them are now podcasts as well. So you can download the podcasts and hear them anytime you want off your phone. So... So I think that I think that would be our show for today, Anakenti. What do you think? Yeah. 
Oh, she's okay. <laughs> He's in the middle of something there. Yeah. So semester starting up at KUC where I am and uh that's always a nice time. I really enjoy the teaching and my students. Esther and I will be taping another show this weekend, Igayutet, and that'll be played the first Wednesday of September. So we already have our topic, so hope you enjoy it once we get it uh, taped. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and uh, drift off <laughs> and uh, hope to hear from you next week on TalkLine. Have a wonderful day and weekend, everyone. Support for TalkLine is provided by Vitus Terminals, a local crew happy to fuel you. More information at Bethelfuel.com. You can catch TalkLine every Friday at 10 a.m. to get the latest hot topics and local buzz for the YK Delta right here on KYUK 640 a.m.